0: All right, some uh, headlines from the world of technology that certainly caught our eye this afternoon. Could this, is it, is it just maybe the official end of the line for the iconic BlackBerry? Let's uh, bring in our tech expert, Adam Oldfield, for more on this story. He joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Adam, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. All right, what is going on with uh, BlackBerry? We understand that uh, apparently they'll no longer be produced.
1: Well, the the company that had licensed it out back in 2014, it was announced that BlackBerry, the actual hardware, was no longer going to be manufactured by BlackBerry itself. And so a company, they made a partnership through their equity firm that took over the whole shares and interest of BlackBerry. We're going to focus on the software security and then license the BlackBerry product, um, which was going through a company out of China, which is TCL. Um, Obviously, the popularity of BlackBerry slowly diminished Over time, and sadly enough, you know, uh, insert the uh, trumpet and the bugle, and unfortunately, we're going to hear the sad sounds of a BlackBerry smartphone no longer going to be available for purchase. But it was losing market share regularly. They were running off the Android unit. I love BlackBerry, by the way. I am a big BlackBerry supporter. I will say that, Jeff. I I I love what Blackberry's capabilities are. I, I. It's really unfortunate that we talk about security and privacy almost daily with what's going on, and BlackBerry is still the leader when it comes to cybersecurity.
0: Yeah, you know, everybody that talks about BlackBerry talks about it uh, kind of glowingly, like, oh, I loved it, just like you said, and I miss BlackBerry. What happened? Where did it go oh so wrong, Adam?
1: I think one of the biggest things, and and I realized that back in 2007, the iPhone first came out, and we're going back like old school of what, you're right, where did this all conspire? And Basili, who was one of the original uh, CEOs and founders, made a comment, I I think it was on CNN or otherwise, commenting that he had no concern about iPhones. It was a toy. Uh, Blackberry is a business machine. And, you know, I mean, even when uh, Barack Obama was the president, he he, even in public statements would say, uh, I I feel confident in using my BlackBerry, and, I, and I, I know they're trying to take it away from me. So what happened was that BlackBerry lost, I hate to say this, luster on two accounts. The first lackluster was they didn't really innovate enough, and they were too late to come to the Android game, meaning bringing the Android operating system out soon enough before LG and Samsung and Google themselves had launched their hardwares. So that was one mistake. The second issue was they really did did have that proprietary element of their keyboard that was so unique about BlackBerry. And as much as a lot of people enjoyed it and they really felt that it was, it made them feel comfortable and warm and fuzzy that they were able to uh, work properly. It wasn't, the, the was a sign of the times that people that got older, Uh, you know, the the 10-year-old was now 20-year-old and they're entering the business marketplace. So they were demanding the latest in hardwares or smartwares. So, I mean, BlackBerry, if you really think about it, is like it was 20 years old and that 20-year-old technology, if it hasn't innovatively changed and uh, BlackBerry keyboards, they're not very um, popular. We like our touch screens. We like our space. We've now grown and we as a society, we just want bigger screens that are brighter, clearer and, and easier to
0: use. So, they failed to grow and to change with the uh, consumer. And you think this a uh, lack of innovation. I don't know. Is the story of BlackBerry, Adam, is it kind of Shakespearean in a way? It's uh, hubris. It's this uh, overconfidence that uh, we're untouchable, that uh, nobody will uh, come near us. We're this Goliath that is BlackBerry. And uh, at the end of the day, that was maybe their downfall.
1: Uh, that's, a, that's a part of it. I think the other element was that, that, that thought process of they were a, a – they owned – of the market for email and there was this it it moves so fast they had the messaging platform they had the email platform now just as a side note Jeff Blackberry is not gone in the essence of like well that's the end of it there's no more Blackberry it does exist it's just done in a software and at most and I hate to say this clearly because I don't have the patent listings in front of me but the phones on the iPhone and the phones on the Blackberry or sorry on the Android there is about I think it's 14 Dollars at minimum of every unit sold of an iPhone and a uh, uh, an Android goes to uh, uh, BlackBerry's uh, company, um, the financial firm, the equity firm. They own so. Any patents on the phones we're using today. So what was smart about the CEO when he when he first came in was they saw that asset and they were why are we competing with these companies that are obviously more innovative and more more uh, robust in being able to build to that younger audience and integrate it into their business platforms? But they got to use our patents to do it. Fourteen dollars off every unit sold isn't a sh- isn't a shake in the sand. They're doing really well when you think about it from a software platform. So sadly the element of buying the product or the hardware and being able to say i have a blackberry those days are over however the technology we use on the systems we got they're still blackberry
0: owned okay so the company research and motion out of waterloo they're sound they're they're going to be okay because of this deal but as a tcl communications out of china says they'll no longer be producing the blackberry and blackberry is unsure whether or not they can find another company to work with it's pretty much as a product all but done?
1: It is. And the only reason TCL, and by the way, just as a side note on that degree pertaining to the fact that that area or that issue is over is because it's a Chinese company and a stake of TCL is owned by the Republic of China, China's uh, government. That is. And as we know, and not to get in too much in the politics, we do know that there's a lot of sanctions right now with Huawei. And so this is this was part of the element was was TCL's continued development of their phones or the Blackberry. Was it going to be able to Continue to robustly develop their systems when they've got these sanctions and tariffs on them that may make it less prohibitive to get the product to market. So I think it was a it was a strategic model on their end. And who knows what's going on in the United States with the sanctions in China? Huawei's such a big company, and they have such a, a massive market share. They were able to say, you know what, we don't we don't need you, Google. We don't need you, Trump. We're gonna just going to go build our own operating system called Harmony, and we're going to now integrate that because we have billions in India and China to buy our product. Unfortunately, TCL didn't have that luxury. They were still using the base units of Android, and I, this is Adam speaking. I look at it as someone behind the scenes went, are we really going to be able to continue? And if they do put these sanctions down hard as a ownership of China governing our business, we may not be around or even capable to sell the product, even if we were to be able to create a new one.
0: Here with our tech expert, Adam Oldfield. Adam, also I wanted to mention a Google who's in the news this afternoon because they say they accidentally, accidentally sent some users private videos to to absolute strangers. What went on here? Well, uh, you know, with everything that we see in the cloud is
1: that, you know, it's an algorithm. And when you upload a photo, you upload a video, everything that's going into your uh, uh, saved location or your Google account, um, Google has in their premise of giving us, you, me, and all everyone out there, the ability to have access to their files and their videos. um, It actually became a bit of a double whammy. They got a little bit of sucker punched. Part of that was they created the ability to download your photos and back in November for, uh, the fall, uh, I think it was called Google Takeout. It was a feature you were allowed to download and have control of your files. If you wanted a physical backup or you wanted to delete your Google account, they gave you access. Well, there's a little twitch in the in the algorithm and I guess they, you know, by giving access to us to have our files and to download them, there was a glitch that allowed uh, me to download uh, a backup of my files and it maybe accidentally got Jeff's files and I got photos and videos uh, of, of your information in in my backup. So, it, and, that, and by the way, that I understand completely is common. When you're dealing in a, a environment of servers, it's, it's just like a folder. It's just a file folder. Inside that file folder are files. And it could be as simple as you named uh, your file folder, uh, you know, February 4th, 2020, uh, Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield, and someone else did the same, and you did a backup. It could have pulled that file down and downloaded my documents with yours.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but so, shouldn't I have some sort of guarantee of privacy? Because if I have a file folder that's named Adam Oldfield and I put it in my filing cabinet and I lock it away, well, then it's pretty uh, secure. Shouldn't I expect the same thing at a Google?
1: I think the answer would be yes, you would expect it, but then again, I also would think Capital One would have a full access to my credit card information, my social security and not be able to give that to anyone on the internet. So, I think the case of the matter is Google is still working out the kinks, as is Facebook and others, that our privacy is not 100% secure, and the files we're putting online are not necessarily in an environment like you explained, a filing cabinet, locked, sealed, and unable to be shared by others.
0: right. so what is the uh... Uh, What's the lesson here, then, Adam, for uh, users? What's the takeaway? I honestly say don't use the
1: cloud for a lot of your personal files that you want to back up. I would use it exclusively for a lot of business purposes, but do not count on these big companies to hold your files in a secure environment that it cannot be accessed by others. Bottom line.
0: All right. Our tech expert, Adam Oldfield, with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Adam, appreciate the time as always.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Jeff.